everybody. Do have a seat. Well done. That was a bit of a workout this morning, wasn't it, to get wake us up? <laughs> Good morning. It's lovely to see you all. I am Bethan, and I'm the children's ministry worker here. Um, and it's an all-in service today, so that means that we're all staying in church together to worship together for the whole service. So if you are little and you want something to look at to help you keep you busy during the service, then hopefully you picked up a busy bag on your way in, and there are some snacks and some books and some colouring in there. And there's also lots of scarves and shakers around the room, so when we're worshipping together today... Do feel free to grab some of the things out the boxes and have a shake and have a dance and join in with the worship too. So if you go to school, or if you work in a school, or maybe even if you've just been enjoying some bank holidays, then you've probably had a little break over the last two weeks, had an Easter holiday, and maybe you've been on a journey somewhere. So I'd like you to turn around to somebody next to you or maybe somebody behind you or in front of you and tell them about a journey that you've been on in the last week or two very quickly. So you might want to tell them where you've been, how you got there, what you did when you were there. Have a quick chat to your neighbour and find out where they've been. Hey, let's gather back together. Hopefully you found out about maybe somewhere that somebody near you has been this Easter holiday, maybe how they got there. It sounds like there was lots of chat going on, so lots of people have been on different journeys to different places. Maybe you've been on a really long journey. Maybe you've just been on a few short ones around where we live, doing some exciting things over this Easter. Maybe you went on the journey for the Walk of Witness on Good Friday and walked behind the cross. I've been on a journey. Last weekend, I went on a journey to Shrewsbury to see my family, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law and our cousins live there. And it wasn't quite the journey that we'd planned. First of all, we were driving. We got about two hours into the journey and we were doing okay. And then we saw an orange warning light on our car that we'd never seen before. So we thought, okay, better keep an eye on that, see what happens. And then we saw a red warning light on the car we thought, oh, okay, we're coming up to the services, so hopefully this, you know, we can make it to the services at least. And then the car started shuddering and vibrating, and we were thinking, okay, this really doesn't look very good. So we pulled into the services to have a look, and we had to call the AA to come and have a look at our car and see what the problem was. And I think we've got a picture in a minute of the sorry, sorry end of the journey for our black car. Our car had to come all the way back to Portsmouth without us on the back of a tow truck. But luckily, we were really lucky because they had a hire car that was nearby that we could borrow so we could still make it on our journey to Shrewsbury. This is the car that we got to borrow for the whole Easter weekend. It wasn't quite the same colour as our old nice neutral black car. It was quite green. Ellen, my four-year-old, who's at the front of the picture, said that she thought it looked like a giant bogey. Um, And it it doesn't quite suit my husband Hugh's dad of two IT manager personality with its boy racer wheels and it had heated seats and blacked out windows as well. So it was slightly unusual, not quite the car that we we were planning to take all the way to Shrewsbury. 
Shrewsbury, quite a bit smaller, so we had a lot of luggage under our feet and in between uh, to squeeze everything into it, but it did get us all the way there. The other challenge with this car that we hadn't planned for was that it was electric, and our car is diesel. So we had to spend quite a bit of our journey. Well, we didn't have to, but my husband did spend quite a bit of our journey worrying about where he was going to charge the electric car, how long it was going to last for. So it had a screen on the dashboard that marked the percentage of how much energy you had left, and you could see it ticking down like a clock as you were driving. So he spent quite a lot of time um, thinking about that and worrying about where we were going to stop and fill up, well, not fill up, and fill up the energy. We had to have a little app that we looked at on our phone that would tell us where we could go to stop and get some some electric and charge up the car which was great in principle, but then when we got there, half of the chargers didn't work in one of the places, and then they were full in one of the other places. <laughs> so it was an interesting experience. But eventually we made it to Shrewsbury after nine hours after we set off with two very tired children, two quite tired parents as well, probably a few more grey hairs than we had when we started out, and with our green, bogey-coloured car. So not all journeys go to plan. I don't know whether your journeys over the weekend went to plan or not, And not all journeys are straightforward and as we expect them to be. And today, we're thinking about journeys and what happens on those journeys with Jesus. When we decide to follow Jesus, all our journeys are different. I don't know when you decided to follow Jesus, whether it was days ago, weeks ago, months ago, years ago, or whether you feel like you've always been on a journey with Jesus. But I wonder if you thought your life would change when you did start your journey with Jesus. And I wonder if that journey has been like the journey that you expected. We've been thinking lots over the last few months as we led up to Easter about the journey that the disciples went on with Jesus, haven't we, when they chose to follow him. And I wonder what they expected when they said yes to that call and they went on that walk, on that journey with Jesus. Do you think they expected to see real-life miracles, people healed and fed from a basket of a picnic and people brought back to life? Do you think that they expected to see thousands of people turn against Jesus and come, come to hear him talk and hear what he had to say, but then turn away from him and send him to the cross? And do you think they expected to see that empty tomb on Easter Day that we thought about last week? The disciples went on a whole roller coaster journey with Jesus, didn't they? And by the time Easter Sunday came, they had been on such a journey with Jesus, but he wasn't done with the surprises yet. The disciples had another step to go in their journey with Jesus. And when it happened, when this next step happened, they were actually on a journey. They were walking on a road. So we're going to watch a video now, which reminds us of all those things that happened on the disciples' walk with Jesus and what happened on that next step, on that journey as they were walking down that road. So let's watch together. Two people moving and marching, thinking, head scratching about something big that's just been happening. But on the road to Emmaus from Jerusalem Way, two became three as another says, Hey, hey, says he, you've been thinking and head scratching. Has something big just been happening? <gasps> you've not heard about what's been happening? All of Jerusalem have been head scratching. 
What have I missed? asks the man. I'd love to know. Please tell if you can. It's about a man called Jesus, and we thought he was coming to rescue God's people and send the Romans off running. He did, and he said loads of cool stuff from a place up north called Nazareth. He told great stories and healed the sick. He knew people by name and what made them tick. Oh, remember that wedding? He turned water to wine, brought his friend back to life, and his friend felt just fine. He was sharing and caring, just ask his friend Pete. He walked on the water with only his feet. He said shush to the storm and the storm was hushed. He did a miracle with bread and thousands were stuffed. Besides all this, his sermon up a hill had so many stories, super cool and brill. I can't believe it. What a big loss. A man so great who hung on a cross and on that cross, that's where he died. I feel so tied up in knots inside. And three days have passed, though it feels more like seventy, because now we've heard that his tomb is empty. <laughs> That's right, you heard me. His body is gone. But who'd take his body? He never did wrong. You seem confused and out of the picture. So let me show you what it says in the scripture. It was always the plan, right from the start, because Jesus loved you with all of his heart. He died on a cross, but rose from the tomb. He came back to life so you can live too. And as they were moving, and still head scratching, two of them stopped, but the third kept on marching. Uh, hey, uh, don't go, please, the two say. The sun's gone to bed, so why don't you stay? Good point, says the third. Day has turned to night. I'll stop over with you two and then grab a bite. And as they sit down to eat, they close their eyes. He thanks God for the grub, then what a surprise! The two people stare and then rub their eyes. It's Jesus, not gone, but fully alive! And before they say seconds, there's more bread going round. Jesus just vanishes. He cannot be found. The two are left thinking and really head-scratching. They'd just been with Jesus. Something big was happening. We must say we've seen Jesus, so tie up your shoes. Quick, to Jerusalem, there's no time to lose. All along it was Jesus, the very same one. They were searching the scriptures with God's precious son. It's the biggest story that's ever been told. About Jesus who's risen, it never gets old. The two met with Jesus in the most surprising way. They shared the story and we still share it today. That video was called The Seriously Surprising Story and it really was a big surprise for the disciples when they were walking on that road with that traveller. They'd been on a whole roller coaster journey with Jesus from the highs of watching him perform miracles to the lows of seeing his body wrapped and put into a tomb. And that probably wasn't the ending that they were expecting or hoping for. But as they walked on that road to Emmaus, something else happened. They'd lost hope in Jesus, but they were talking to this traveller who walked with them about who they had thought Jesus was and how disappointed they had been at what happened. And there was an unexpected twist to come on that journey because as they stopped to rest and shared a meal with this traveller that they had met, their hearts and their eyes were opened and they realised 
He wasn't just a traveller, he was Jesus himself. And that was a part of the journey that they never saw coming. But as that story said, that was God's plan right from the start. Because he had a plan for Jesus, for the disciples, and he knew the twists and the turns that their journey would take. He knew what Jesus' journey would be, and he knew what the disciples' journey would be too. I wonder how many twists and turns you feel like your journey with Jesus has had. Hopefully, you should have in your chair behind you or in the chair in front of you a pen and a long piece of paper. And we're going to take a few minutes now to just reflect on the disciples' journey with Jesus, but on our journeys with Jesus too. So on your piece of paper, I'd like to challenge you to draw a line. And your line might start at rock bottom, Maybe that's where you were when you got to know Jesus. And as you've got to know him, it's just gone up and up and up. I think we've got a picture of a line on the screen. Maybe you've had some real low moments of losing hope in Jesus. You started somewhere around the middle and you've walked with him and there have been some highs and lows, but there have been more moments of joy in your life than anything else. And that's something to praise God for. Maybe you've had some real low moments of losing hope in Jesus when things have been tough, but your faith has still stayed strong despite all those lows and challenges that you've seen. So take a few minutes now to think about your journey with Jesus and draw your line on your piece of paper. And if thinking about your whole life or your whole journey with Jesus is a bit tricky, maybe you can work with somebody that you've come to church with today and you can draw your line together and you could just think about your last week that you've had and the highs and the lows and the things that you've done with Jesus this week. And then in a minute, if you're feeling brave enough, it would be great if we could show somebody near us our line. You don't need to tell them about why your line looks like it does, but just have a look at their line and see if it it looks the same as yours or if it looks different because I think that all of us probably will have very different lines and I imagine that no two lines will look the same so have a go at drawing your line and then have a shirt have a look at somebody next to you and see if their line looks the same and then we'll come back together again in a couple of minutes some piano music to you in the background mm. just like a little is that all right oh, good, good, good. oh yeah so that's true okay
Okay, if you have a think about showing your line to somebody near you, if you've had a think about drawing your line, you might now like to have a think about showing it to somebody. And remember, you don't have to tell them anything about your line, but just show them and see. Is it different? Are they the same? Have you got more highs? Have you got more lows? This is my line and what it looks like, and I wonder if it looks similar to yours or not. So not all journeys that we go on are the same, and not all journeys go as we expect them to, like the journey that the disciples went on with Jesus. Hopefully, on your journey, there have been some big moments of joy when you've been overwhelmed by the awesomeness of Jesus, like the disciples were when they saw him performing miracles, and they heard him talking about the love of God, and when they saw him doing things like walking on water and stopping storms. Sometimes on our journey with Jesus, though, we lose hope like the disciples did. You can see on my line, there's a big low at the bottom. And we all have times when we lose hope in Jesus and we struggle to see and feel him with us. And that's probably how the disciples were feeling after everything that had happened in the Easter story. But God knows the twists and the turns that our journey with Jesus will take He had a plan right from the start. He knows the highs. He knows the lows. He knows all the normal, everyday bits in between. And the real joy of the story about the friends who met Jesus on the road that we watched in the video is that that wasn't the end of the story for Jesus. That wasn't the end of Jesus and the disciples and the journey they were going on together. The friends could see Jesus and they could hear Jesus because he wasn't dead and his body hadn't stayed in the tomb. Jesus had risen to life so he could carry on the journey with the disciples and with all of us, walking alongside us every day, forever. There was even more to come for the disciples because they were only just stepping out on the next bit of that journey with Jesus in this new risen life. So I wonder what the next step of your journey will be. If your piece of paper got even longer, I wonder what the rest of your line would look like. I wonder where Jesus wants you to follow him next. I wonder where he's going to take you. We're going to spend a bit more time thinking about that in our prayers in a minute. But for now, let's reflect on our journey so far And let's think about the journey the disciples went on. And let's just pray together before we spend a bit more time in worship. And we will come back and think about the next steps on our journey in a minute. So I'm going to pray for us all now. And then we'll stand and sing together. Lord God, we thank you that you had a plan for Jesus and for the journey that he had to go on. We thank you that death on the cross wasn't the end of that journey for Jesus and that Jesus rose again to walk alongside his friends. We thank you that Jesus is here among us, walking with us today and every day. And we ask you to help us hold on to faith through the twists and the turns that our journey with him takes. Amen. Let's stand and worship together. And if you want to find a shaker or a scarf, there are the boxes dotted around.